This is the first episode of Golf DMV in 2024. Mm-hmm. Shout out, by the way, to Jimmy Argros from 1500 AM. I was uh, in studio uh, working a Wizards quote unquote basketball game. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out Jordan Poole. That's what the Wizards <laughs> are doing nowadays. And uh, 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 Jimmy came in and said, man, I was listening to the show and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. And then uh, shout out to Brian Alvin, who was um, at the at the time that I was working the game, he was doing color commentating on the game. And, and uh, yeah, it was like, man, on the weekends, it's good to listen to Golf DMV running up into the Wizards game. You know, they interrupt us for the for the the games whether yeah. it's wizards or capitals which is fine uh but it was cool to hear these guys say hey they listen to the show and so that was mm-hmm. that was that was kind of cool anyway we got a lot of stuff to come up um in 2024 and by a lot i mean not a lot of stuff yeah but we have a golf great... podcast in the winter so just exactly. keep your expectations <laughs> golf... just tempered we'll get there we'll get it's there. a golf podcast in the winter by the way i think i had mentioned this um i was um going back and forth um with kathy kim our buddy mm-hmm. Kathy Kim, she's going to yeah. get on the show. So I think we, I, I think we're going to record it uh, next week or something like that with her. But we have Matthew Kreider from PXG. He's a PXG mm-hmm. fitter at the Fairfax location here in the DMV. Lawrence and I had a chance to speak with him. We're going to play that interview later in the show. But first, we do have some pro golf to talk about. Of course, LB on the show, uh, Vern on the show as well. Um, did any of you guys see Roy McIlroy's uh, three putt from two feet out? Uh, I did not. On, I'm learning about <laughs> this right now. I'm going to react to it immediately. So, <laughs> what, so what in, happened in, in, in Dubai? Okay. Uh, deep uh, DP uh, tour. Uh, Roy McIlroy uh, is uh, in the lead right now on, on the fourth uh, in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on the fourteenth hole. And he sticks it right there. He's about two feet away. He puts it past the hole, and it goes six feet past. Then he follows up by missing the six-footer on the back and three putts. <laughs> so he three putts from two. Now, by the way, he makes that up. And then he's on 18 with a one-stroke lead. Immediately hooks it mm. right into the water. Oh. Just hooks it oh. off the tee box right into the water. And then he has a long... um Put for par to stay at 19 under, I believe. He misses that. He gets the bogey. Tommy Fleetwood, from what seemed to be maybe 10 feet out or something like that, just knocks it in. Just knocks it in solid and he wins. And Roy seemingly didn't care. Just like, ah, he just kind of clapped and gave Fleetwood a hug and good win, man. And then just kind of, because I mean, you know, he's still getting his money. And I felt like Good for Roy, right? I felt like he needed a break from the PGA Ooh. Tour. He needed a break from from Monahan and from all the talk <laughs> and all the stuff. Because I don't know if we did a show since Roy said, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have criticized. Not the Live Tour, not, not you know, Greg Norman, but the players who decided to go. You know, mm-hmm. he said, maybe I shouldn't yep. have criticized those guys. They're, they're in different situations than I am and, you know, and stuff like that. And it's a lot of money. And so uh, uh, Roy, I think, just needed a break. From the from from the PGA Tour, maybe outside of the majors, he should just take an entire year off and stay away from the PGA Tour and just clear his head and breathe right. a little bit. Because again, he it's not it's not even about the tour doing some fake deal, which no one knows. Wasn't the deadline supposed to be December thirty first? Uh, like I told you, yeah, I yeah. don't know nothing for me. <laughs> and so yeah. and so they didn't even do that, but. He stuck his neck out there for the tour and the, the tour number one, find him $3 million for missing, I uh, guess, what was it? Two or three. An elevated event or something like that. Yeah. He, he mm-hmm. find that 3 million and then they stab him in the back and make a deal. I just felt like he just seemed so defeated and it was good to, to see him laugh and smile even in defeat. Not even, a care in the even world. After, yeah. Like, like he wasn't even worried about it. Like it was yeah. just good to be out there 
you know, uh, playing. And, he, and it wasn't at the, you know, with the PJ tour. It was the deep with, with on the DP tour. LB, right. look, I got something you want to jump in with. Yeah, well, I just watched both highlights of uh, <laughs> Roy mm-hmm. three putt, mm-hmm. and then the next drive into the. Into it was the almost water. as if you were watching a highlight of me three putting <laughs> from two feet away, and then hooking, and then the drive. <laughs> but you would think one of the fans, because the I think the fans had an opportunity. To like stop the ball, put that put their body in in front of that ball to keep it from going into the water. Hit by- yeah, <laughs> take one for Rory, but right. no, nobody's like, nope, nope, I'm getting out of the way. And they got the way quick, and then they yes, went right because because you're right, it didn't it didn't hook and go right into the water. It no. hooked, hit the mm-hmm. ground and like yep. just rolled over and hit like maybe it hit a car path or something. And so, then yeah, went the rocks the and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they so, got yeah. out the way quick. Yeah, sure someone should have took one for the team. Took, for Roy. Yeah, take one for Roy. After Roy. all he's been through <laughs> in 2023, none of you losers could have just got hit. And he would have given you the ball. He probably would have signed. Right. You've been on TV. No, you got. Yeah, you'd have been on TV. No, you get out. You 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 get out of the way and you and you make this man suffer and continue. In 2024. Shout out to Fleetwood, though, who gets the win. Because mm-hmm. if you remember last year, like Fleetwood's always struggling to get the yeah. dubs. And mm-hmm. remember last year, I think it was RBC Heritage, I think Canada, when he's pretty much there and his mm-hmm. opponent drained like a 70-foot putt. <laughs> right, exactly. And he's just standing there looking out, right? just like, I mean, what the bleep do you want me to do? Right. What do you want me to do? Let's go. So finally, mm-hmm. he gets one. It only took a three-putt yeah. from two feet. But that's still oh, – but that yeah, was no. still on the DP, though, too. That wasn't – because he still hasn't won on the PJ, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 That, 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 that don't really count. Yeah. <laughs> At least not. In my well, mind. Come on, Lawrence. Don't rain on this parade. Don't rain on this parade. Like Did you, so when you brought that uh, – uh, so I didn't see the finish, Claude, but when you brought that up, I was like, why does this sound familiar? And did you hear about the other story from the Dubai World Tour, which I did get a lot of in my feed, about this guy, Ken Wayand? Anybody? I think no. that's how you pronounce his name. So Ken Wayand is a, uh, a 54-year-old former pro – who currently runs or is the head or pro or manager of uh, golf of Michael Jordan's golf club in Florida, the oh, Grove okay. 23. 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the Dubai is an invitational only, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they have partnerships, with different people, whatever. And they chose to invite Ken, Ken uh, Wayne to play as one of their invitational spots. Because wow. he's the head pro at Jordan's. I, I don't know what the connection is, but he got yeah. in there. and uh, Probably let's billions see. of dollars of something in the background. So yes. Wayne completed the four dates with a very poor scorecards of 87, mm. 82, mm. 82, and 86, finishing 72 holes behind the eventual winner, Ooh. Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> and there was, he was getting roasted on Twitter. Uh, Eddie Pepperell, I believe. So I guess. Oh, no. Yeah, and he's a pro. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. Oh, and so, and so I guess for whatever reason, the official World Golf this tournament does count for OWGR points. Okay. That's and, why Eddie. Okay, that's why that's got to be why he's roasting them. Exactly, mm-hmm. and the OWGR stupidly went on Twitter on X or whatever and put out a, a statement saying, you know, um, because of his finish, Ken Wayne will not be eligible. For a point, like no, no bleep. Right, exactly. Eddie yeah, Pepperell yeah, jumped yeah. in, like, oh, well, sorry, Ken, just in time or something. He just gave him the business. <laughs> just like you ain't gonna get a point. And then there was a whole debate broke out about a, a side kind of conversation broke out about like, you know, could they have invited like, uh, for instance, uh, I want to say it was the low amateur at the Open Championship last year. I can't remember his name, but he was a young mm-hmm. guy. He was playing mm-hmm. in the Open. Who was dealing? Right. Uh, he was the first alternate. It's like. You know, oh yeah, they've yeah, invited yeah. him better. But then on on the flip side, some guys, some pros are like, "Look, they probably could have had somebody better in there." But at the same time, it's an invitational, mm-hmm. and we've got all these spots given away from to competition. If they want to use their last two spots on their granddad and one of the mm-hmm. homies, yeah, 
That's so the, be it's it. their tournament. They can win. It's their tournament. Yeah, yeah, there's no cut. Like you said, so mm-hmm. it is. It is what it is. But did uh, on Twitter or next did did Michael Block uh, comment at all about it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anything from Michael Block, but man, I gotta leave him alone. It's just that when he said, other than you know, if it wasn't yeah. if my. If my long game was like Roy, I would be, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd be, be like tour. I'd yeah. be 53 tour. over par for my guy, for my guy, Ken. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, quadruple bogey, two triples, nine doubles, 25 bogeys on his card. But he had mm. two birdies. So all, all right. right. And it's two. Okay. Just a reminder, as much you can play as much as you want and get better. But if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. It's yes. hard. That's fact. Be on mm-hmm. tour and play those yeah. four rounds and do that is fact. Yeah. You know, you know, I saw people playing. I'm sorry, at call at the uh, Blue Mash. What day was it? Windy and cold Saturday. That's like every uh, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dang, they every were, day recently. Yeah, day. well, <laughs> it was it was one of them days where I was like, "Come on, y'all, for real, you really out there playing?" <laughs> and this dress, man, I need to. Yeah, and, you, and, and you just wonder because 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 I don't know if Blue Mash still does this, but they used to do like temperature pricing where right you right. want to come out here and yeah. play if it's forty seven degrees, it's forty seven bucks to play, and uh, yeah. maybe they do that, but at the same time, that's. That's unpleasant, especially if the wind is blowing. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, who wants to yeah. be out there in that cold? That's true. I look, I can't knock people. I call it dummy pricing. Just like, hey, if you want to be, what do you, you know what? Golf course is open. What do you want to pay? Just, right. What do you think above twenty dollars? I'll pay you twenty five dollars. Sure, we'll take twenty five. Well, it's a discount. Sure, it's a it's a discount. <laughs> if, you, if you if you fall down out there, nobody's coming to get you. Right. Even it's like a national park. Right. Um, like first, please sign sign this disclosure for yes, frostbite or right. anything else that could happen to you. Yeah, out there. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, so let's see, PGA Tour, uh, Sony Open, they're yeah. still in Hawaii. Uh, yeah. And so Vern's got an update on that. So I did see the end of it. Now, again, didn't see any of the tournament live. But uh, <laughs> again, again. And, we, and that never stops us from commenting on things that happen. We no, don't of have course to not. Of course not. L- listen, if you listen to any <laughs> other regular sports podcast regularly, you know these guys, we, we talk about Steve Day all the time when he gets into trouble talking about college football games he's, he's never seen before. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, Mentioning players, messing mm-hmm. up their names. So, but this isn't that bad. <laughs> this isn't that bad. At least we at least know what's happening here. So basically, uh, the the way it finished was dope. I wish I do wish I'd watched the last round. Uh, Grayson Murray, who we I think won last year or two years ago, uh, you know, battled back from addiction. He's got the you know heroic right. comeback story. We all like his story. Mm-hmm. He ends up winning in a playoff against Keegan Bradley and. Uh, Bon, bon me? Uh, uh, oh, beyond on Han. Yeah, on Han. Yeah. That's uh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the three of those guys. About Steven, uh, Stephen A. Smith not knowing the names of the <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See, I just did it. I watched the games, y'all. Uh, uh, <laughs> but no. Um, so yeah. So the three of those guys go to a playoff LB and mm-hmm. uh, Grayson. I think that so they get on the. I think they have to play through once. They get on 18 again for the second, you know, for the second mm-hmm. go round or whatever. Uh, or excuse me, this for the first go round. Uh, Grayson is furthest out with, I want to say it was like 70, 70 something foot putt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keegan had about, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, 38 feet, 17 feet, four feet. Okay. So on was four feet from the hole. Uh-huh. Keegan, Keegan was 17. My man was 38. Feet. And no, so this is the, the, again, this goes to what you were saying, Claude, about the, uh, about Rory missing from two feet. Golf mm-hmm. happens all the time. So mm-hmm. in this playoff scenario, if I'm on, I mean, I got the tournament. I'm feeling good. Head. Yeah, I'm feeling right. pretty good. I'm feeling good. Hey, it's on you, Grayson. Drains it. Drains it. And so now, now the sphincter tight. Now, again, if you're on, your sphincter isn't all the way tight, but you're a little bit like, well, okay. okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. four feet. I should be good. Right. He misses his. 
Oh. So now, now it just comes down. Uh-huh. Like two feet out, but now it just comes down to you. Like oh, four feet, I should do it. I got just this. Blows yeah. it right past. Blows <laughs> it right past from four feet. Grayson went like the crowd. When you you should go watch this uh, uh, highlight too, because the crowd will be able just like oh, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. And beyond just standing there, and yeah, and obviously it's a triumphant one for Grayson Murray. I, right. I think his second win on the PGA Tour. And then the Golf Digest article, which I did actually read, he talked mm-hmm. about like how beaten down he was until he got that uh, first win or whatever. He wanted to quit, and this just cements that like you know he should continue on the path he's on. Right, and sure. it's a good, it's a good story. It just kind of continues the comeback story. But the way it finished was just so golf. Where again, <laughs> I just imagine, I I know if I'm on walking up to the green, I'm like, this is between those two. Right, I'm right, go- yeah. right. Worst I'm case good. scenario, right. I'm going to another playoff or I've uh, won. This yeah. is between them. And then when you right. see him drain, it's like, hmm. <laughs> plot, the plot thickens. Uh, gotta make it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a difference between yeah, between oh, I should be able to make this, and oh, I have to make this. Yeah, yes, I've got yes, yes, yes. And the I have yeah. to make it four footer. Ooh, that's oh man, that goes oh, back to remember what was last. What was obviously it was last year, but it was one of the shows last year. We talked about um, the three things. Which would you rather do? Uh, shoot a free throw, oh, make a yeah. drop up putt, yeah, or right up to, out of the car, not in the car, no warming up. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go, the four foot putt. That's why four none of us picked the four foot putt. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's so funny. It, it, to that point, I was watching. I was watching some <laughs> some old golf DMV videos and. And Sierra was shaking her head because she was like, "Why do you guys laugh at each other when you miss putts?" So, because there was the there was the Bandon Dunes one that I had like a I don't know like a four footer probably for par yeah. on one of the holes, and I missed it. And LB walks up with the camera and says, "Oh explain, yeah, explain how you missed that short, you know." And so he's laughing, and I'm just you know degrading myself and stuff. And then there was another one we was at Rattlewood, and yeah. Burns just focused. He's right there. It's like a, another four footer. Yeah, pushes it right past the hole. <laughs> you hear it's Lawrence in the background. I show him laughing on the camera. After that, I'm, I'm laughing. It's like, why do you guys do that? It's like, because you it's have to. Yeah, it's like, because <laughs> we have to make it. Because we miss them. That's why we laugh. When yeah, it's a shared pain. Exactly. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to laugh at it. Yeah. I miss it. And. I want you to make it, but when yeah. you don't, I'm happy because I'm be I missed these. I'm not exactly that missed it. Exactly, exactly. If we all, if we didn't laugh, we'd probably all be you know in therapy or something. Yeah, yeah. we just wouldn't play game. We just wouldn't play golf because we just right. 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 just be a beat down. But you know what? To that point, I've met. I've, so there are a couple of people that I know who used to play like maybe years ago, and I've talked to them recently, and they don't play anymore. And I said, "Why? Hmm. It's too hard. It's just it's too, too hard of a game. I'm mm-hmm. too frustrated. I don't want to spend my time doing this." And I'm just like, but how good did you expect to get? Like, <laughs> right. what, like what did you, ex- what did, you know, did you come in yeah. thinking you were going to be some kind of scratch golfer? And I don't know, maybe get your game ready to, to make a run at the PGA tour in like mm-hmm. your late forties. Like, what right. did you think? <laughs> what did you think? Did you really get in thinking you were going to be this? But it's so frustrating. I don't want to do it anymore. I just can't, I can't handle being this bad. And I can never get better. You got to play too much. And I just don't want to do it anymore. Hmm. I wonder if that makes me, and then I would just immediately start giving them the business about what they replaced it with. I'm like, oh, do you do like um, mm-hmm. 10, piece, 10 piece jigsaw puzzles now? <laughs> <laughs> nice and easy. Right, 10 piece right. Yeah. Look, I, I did it. I'm the winner. Yeah. Like when you feel like working out, do you do five push ups? Yep. Is that what, because 15 might be too hard for you to do. 
This is, I mean, not fair. I understand. Like, golf is a, a pain, but like. But I just yeah, don't understand. Don't like, how yeah. good did you expect to get? That's true. Doing right, this? Like, right. It really and it's a is. hobby. It's a hobby. You got to remember, it's just a hobby. Yeah, it's, it's not a hobby. It ain't that serious. You, you know? get out, you have fun, you meet people. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what? I think maybe we take that for granted, Claude, because I hear this from a lot of people who, who, who I, as soon as you said that, I said, maybe he doesn't have any friends as you were talking. Because it's, uh, or, or, yeah. or, or his experience, because like, what kind yeah. of experience, you yeah, know what I mean? No. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. talk about yeah. laughing at yeah. each other, missing putts. All three of us could go out there and have a trash round. Mm-hmm. And it just turns have a ball. He's yeah. hanging out mm-hmm. exactly in in the joint. Like I could see if you're just out there by yourself, uh, you, know, you know. You know, and, and knowing this guy, he probably doesn't have a lot of people that he plays with, or a lot of friends <laughs> in general. So it's probably there. You go. Yeah, but I think too, out of it, but yeah, it's probably he probably is lonely. Yeah, a lot of people don't. My, so quick example. So yesterday I was talking to my aunt, and. Yeah, I told her I was retiring. She said, oh, well, oh, well now you're going to be playing a lot of golf. I expect to see you on TV and stuff. I'm like, you have no idea how bad I really am. <laughs> she she said, you got to be doing what? <laughs> she said, you have to be good, right? Because you, you can be playing all the time. I was like, no, 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 I'm not good. And I will not be good. It's just, <laughs> this is I'll probably get slightly better. Like, right, right. Uh, like, <laughs> slightly. And that's yeah. what, yeah. And that's underlining in quotes because golf does this to you. So everybody knows about the you know Cat Williams interview on with Shannon yes. Sharp and stuff like yep. that, right? So yep. they, so it's so funny people's point of reference. So um, uh, one of my buddies uh, who helps us feed the homeless on Sundays, he was out this past Sunday. He used to run track at uh, at Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he ran track in college, and he was like, "Man, Cat talking about he runs at whatever four three forty. I'm like. Psh- yeah, right. Maybe you know, you know, yeah, maybe nobody might be that. fast, but you yeah. don't run. But he, but he ran track. You know, he's a, mm-hmm. and he, he, I think he actually teaches track or he coaches track now at Wise. I think. But anyway, um, and you know, this kid's been all over the place, all over nationals and stuff like that. He's like, there's no way in the world he runs that. And then, but the text between us was, and he was like, hey, my short game's a macket. I'm like, oh yeah, so is Michael yeah. Watts. Yeah, yeah right. Because <laughs> you know, my because my thing is this: you can't you can't brag on your golf game if. Well, you know what? Maybe we could pose this question. Can you brag on how... Because it wasn't as if he was just saying like his... his He was saying that he was a really good golfer and he was saying my short game's immaculate. Like right. You really can't brag about how good of a golfer you are or can you if you don't play from the tips or if you've never played from there and you're that good. Or can you? Mm, can is, you brag on your golf game in general? No, that's not a like, good idea. I'm going to yeah. say generally now, you can, I, I think you can brag on parts of your game. Like, yeah. hey, I have a really, yeah. really hey, good, I have really good right. putting, but, but I just, right. right. I got to play yeah. from 5,000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But okay. yeah, that is, that is, <laughs> that is, that's like the, that's the ultimate. Seniors, we, seniors yes. But yeah, <laughs> we're giving stick to Michael Block. Like what Cad is way, did way beyond that. Because he, the way he said it was just so like, oh, I'm right. like Matter that. Factly, it's yeah. just I can only hit it 200 yards. I got to play from 6,000. Right. But which, yeah, that doesn't, you're right. I'm going to say you can't because because all you're you gonna do is meet somebody who who has yeah. the same short game as you, mm-hmm. who hits who hits it further. And you know, if they want to get if they have to give up strokes, that's fine. Or if you want to play them scratch or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think I think I'm gonna say you know, unless you're a pro or tight like in rare air, I just think bragging in golf is about it. You just set yourself up, just <laughs> yeah, because <yeah. laughs> right. yeah. no, no, the golf gods are gonna get you for bragging. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. yeah, yeah, and we'll see it. Like people will know. 
People immediately. Will know immediately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you remember that text went out, and then uh, who was I think Mike sent us the the clip of, of yeah, him. Uh, yeah. As soon as I saw the swing, I was like, oh no, nah, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> I destroy me. you, bro. Right with I'm the do rag on and the, the, the floor in his bro. mouth. Yeah, <laughs> right. ain't no way. Ain't no way. Yeah, like no, 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 <laughs> no, no, bro, no. Like let's just leave. Let's leave golf out. You're a really funny yeah, stick guy. To comedy. You're, you're yeah. great. Yeah, you're a great comedian. You're the comedy stories. Amazing. Nah, you can't brag on the golf game if you're playing from. All right, so uh, speaking of guys who can hit and have a good short game, but still can't make the tour, or at least trying to make the tour, let's go to the Corn Ferry Tour, LB. You've got a um, Corn Ferry Tour update. They're playing somewhere familiar to us. Yes, uh, this is going to be quick. So the Corn Ferry Tour this week is at Sandals Emerald Bay, uh, the place we played in September of last year. Me, Coach, uh, uh, D, and Rodney, and Garrett played that course uh several times a uh, beautiful course uh but t- today it's uh suspended they didn't say i didn't see why it was suspended i'm assuming it was rain or something um but it's been suspended so they're there until the 17th which is what wednesday um okay. yeah so maybe i'm a, i'm gonna try and catch it on tv assuming they're actually gonna show it on tv which you right. think they would because it's a tuesday and a wednesday finish Nothing else is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, why not put it on TV? But hopefully That's they will. Because golf has it so wrong when it comes to airing this stuff, you know, and, and uh, specifically the PGA Tour. Like you got to wait till the afternoon, and then you know for the television broadcast, or you can oh, pay for yeah. subscription fee to PGA Tour Plus or ESPN Plus or whatever to watch it. It's like that's ridiculous to me. Like you. To me, I would assume you'd want all eyes on it all the time. You know, NFL, know NFL said it's not ridiculous. We're gonna, and I think they should put it on uh, Paramount Plus for twelve ninety nine. You know, <laughs> or, yeah, NFL did say if you want to watch this uh, playoff game, you got to have Peacock. And guess what? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people ponied up. A lot of people paid. It was a lot of complaining though too. I don't know how well that went over for real, for real. But yeah, yeah I'm looking at it. Doesn't even. Yeah, they don't. It's not even on TV. Yeah, no, not having show at all. You can listen to something apparently, but this not even these <laughs> are podcasts. Right. You know what I mean? Come on, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Put it put it put it out there, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah, put it out it really there. Really is. All right. Speaking of putting it out there, we did an interview, uh, LB and I with Matthew Kreider. He's the head fitter at PXG Fairfax location. Number one, shout out to Danielle with uh PXG for making this happen. Here's the interview. It's golf DMV. All right, Golf DMV, it has been my desire ever since Lawrence went on a trip and swung PXG Club, aimed their greatness to get someone from PXG on the show. Also, noticing the uh, investment that PXG has made in women's golf, especially women's golf apparel. Uh, some people that have been on the show before, from Kathy Kim, from Jessica Maciato, I'm just golfing, they're on Instagram, like have uh, have these PXG endorsements stuff. And, and I'm like, man, PXG is really digging into the women's game. And you guys know... And Golf DMV, we support the ladies, we support LPGA, and we support clubs that we buy and that work for us, like Lawrence has with PXG. And so we've been trying to get this going. Shout out to Danielle, by the way. I think Danielle uh, Newman uh, at PXG for working uh, day and night, night and day with me for months to get this going. <laughs> get <the> schedule, yes. <laughs> right, exactly. And everybody who knows me knows it isn't Danielle's fault it took this long. It's my fault. Uh, and so we've got we've got Matt Kreider. He is the fitting team leader at PXG Fairfax. Matt, thank you so much for joining us on Golf DMV. Of course. Uh, appreciate you having me. So let's talk a little bit about PXG. Well, first of all, how did you um, become affiliated, associated with PXG? 
as a as a fitting team leader. And then after you explain that, explain exactly what a fitting team leader does. Yeah, of course. So I've been with PXG for a little over two years now. Um, now I am only a, a little over a year into being in the Fairfax area here. Um, started with the company as a uh, mobile fitter uh, in Pennsylvania. Transitioned into uh, the PXG Philadelphia store in December of 2021 once that opened up. Um, and then uh, just over a year ago, uh, moved here to Fairfax um, to become the fitting team leader um, of this store and of this territory. I've been in golf pretty much my whole life. Um, you know, started, uh, we'll, we'll never forget playing my first tournament in fourth grade. Uh, was not very good then. Uh, started taking it much more seriously in high school. Um, eventually did, uh, you know, have a, the opportunity to play uh, collegiate golf. Nice. Um, played for a uh, branch campus of Penn State in Pennsylvania. Um, okay. I'd say one of my uh, biggest accomplishments and one of my most memorable golf experiences is playing in the uh, 2018 uh, D3 National Championship. And um, yeah, really since uh, since then I've I've been hooked to hooked to golf. It's it's pretty cool to be able to work in the industry, work with uh, like-minded in- individuals every day. Uh, it, it's a ton of fun. Um, and then, yeah, so into the, the fitting team leader position. So, uh, really oversee all the fitting operations here within the retail store, uh, work hand in hand with our Greengrass accounts, um, in Northern Virginia and Maryland and work very closely with our, our national staffers and some of our uh, influencers. You mentioned one of them, uh, at the start here, uh, Kathy Kim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our girl, man. We love Kathy. As a matter of fact, Kathy and I were just, um, um, going back and forth uh, last week about uh, her making another parents. Shout out to Kathy Kim, by the way, adding a new addition to the family. Got a yes, her and her husband. Yes. Yeah, expecting mm-hmm. the baby coming up. So shout out to Kathy Kim. Um, good luck getting out and playing again. No, Kathy, she'll find a way to, <laughs> she'll find a way to get out to get out and do it. Do she what called she a to nanny? Do. Yes. Yeah. So so when it comes to fitting uh, team leader, talk talk a little bit about what goes into a fitting because Lawrence. And he can shed light on this. When you get PXG clubs, I mean, you just can't go to your random off the shelf store and get fitted for the, for the, I mean, I guess you could, but you got to go to a PXG center to get fitted for these, right? Yeah. So one of the things that really makes this unique is we uh, only sell our product direct. Um, and there's a huge advantage of that from a consumer standpoint. You're working with uh, one of the master fitters uh, throughout one of our 22 retail locations across the country. Uh, or one of our uh, mobile master fitters across the country. You're working with someone who is highly trained, a full-time salary employee, not just a fitting expert, but also a product expert as well. Uh, That's one of the the biggest things that I think sets us apart is we have the ability to fit the best product in the world, but the experience you have in doing that uh, is pretty unique. I like to think of the experience that tour players get to go through uh, on a weekly basis with their respective company, their respective rep, we're really bringing that to the everyday, uh, to the everyday golfer by opening these retail branches and by servicing, um, you know, thousands of golfers across the country at some of our uh, hub locations as well. Mm-hmm. Now, Lawrence, when you got your PXG clubs, uh, you had not yet gotten them fitted, right? Uh, was what? that the situation? Yeah, just to uh, bring you up to uh, speed, Matt. So in 21, Christmas of 21, my wife surprised me with a full box set of uh, PXGs, the 20, uh, the 211s. Uh, so the full bag. Uh, Drive it down to the irons, right? Yep, down to the, down down to the putter. Down to, to the, the putter, putter, actually, and the bag. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> a little bit more backstory. What was, what was odd about that, in May of that same year, I had just – Spent $1,500 to get fitted for clubs. (laughs) 
So here we are, six, seven months later. She's six, seven months later, and thousands of dollars. And thousands of dollars later, she surprised me with a whole new set of clubs. And like she didn't even know that I had got that done seven months ago. But that's another story. Uh, so, so I, so I got the clubs. Um, you know, I was surprised. So let me back up a little bit more. The reason I, with Claude was here earlier, I was raving about these clubs. We were happened to be in, um, in, in uh, Colorado in uh, Colorado Springs, and we played golf at the uh, uh, Air Force Academy. Uh, we went out there for totally different reasons, but, but but I ended up having time with some other people, and we played golf. So they had they uh, the loaner sets were were PXGs, not the two elevens, but the and I forget the you have to tell me the number the the level above the two elevens, which I don't the Gen fours I think they were yeah, at, that, at time. that point in time it would have been our O three eleven Gen fours. Yep. Okay, so that's what I played with. Um, now I don't know if it was the clubs or if it was the altitude or the <laughs> fact that I had went there for a medical treatment that was really successful, but I was crushing the ball with these PXGs. I mean, yeah, I was hitting them further than I had ever hit a club in my life. It was a commercial. Um, it was a commercial. It really was. I mean, I, I was, I was dumbfounded. I mean, I was hitting eight irons, 160 yards. I don't do that on a, on a normal, normal basis. Um, so when I come, come back to, um, you know, we get off the, off the range. I get back to see my wife. I'm, I'm just raving about these clubs. I can't believe how far I'm hitting these clubs, which led to the reason she surprised me with this set of clubs. So fast forward, you know, I get the clubs and I had scheduled a fitting. Actually, I have it up now. So it was January 1st of 2022 that I was supposed to have the fitting at TPC Potomac. Um, I think the guy name was either Matt. I'm sure it wasn't you, but it was maybe man. I don't know. It was somebody named Matt. Uh, but <laughs> the uh, but it stormed that day. I mean, torrential downpours, the whole deal. So we had to reschedule, and I never rescheduled. Mm. So it's been two years now. So my okay. question to you is: is, <laughs> is it too late for me to ever get to get these clubs fitted, or did I did I miss a window of opportunity? Absolutely not. Um, we'll have to get you on in here to our retail space in Fairfax. Take a good look at them. Sounds like you've had them for for a couple of years now, and and they're working well for you. Well, um, no, well, but, let me to to that point. I I played with them maybe three times, and then I again I had I just got fitted for clubs seven months earlier, so I went back to my guy to take lessons from, and I took both sets of clubs. And I had him, we played, well, you know, he had me hit everything on the monitor and everything. And based on what I had, because the, 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 the clubs that I was fitted for earlier were quote unquote fitted. The PXDs at this point are off the rack. Um, and he thought that the, the clubs I was fitted for gave me a better shot shape or whatever. So he told me to play with those. So that's what I've done. Now I do use on a regular basis the woods. I love, I love the hybrids. I love the driver. Even a three wood. Those I, I carry my bag consistently, but I don't use the irons per se. But I would, given some other situations, I would like to use the PXGs. But, well, I, but so, like I say, they do need to be fitted. Yeah, because we're not sure whether it's Lawrence's game or the instructor that's off here. We're not saying this, <laughs> that is that off the show. Right. We have it's no clue. Game. But right. so when Lawrence would come down to bring these clubs to the Fairfax Center, like walk us through. Because, I mean, I've been fitted for clubs before. Lawrence has been fitted for clubs. Uh, some people who listen to the show have been, uh, you know, obviously. But what is a PXG club fitting experience? Because, again, you, you, you don't buy these off the rack at a generic store. You've got to get them from a PXG dealer. And you can't get fitted. You can't have these clubs fitted anywhere else. What's that experience like? 
Yeah, good question. So I would say our, our process really first starts with a comprehensive overview of the player's current setup, what their natural tendencies look like, uh, what their personal goals are from the session. Um, you know, we're going to work with everyone from a, a beginner to your, your weekend player to your scratch golfer um, and everyone in between. So uh, really what I always recommend players to do is bring in their current clubs, regardless of if they've been fitted or not previously for them. Uh, you know, they've been playing with them. They've probably built habits uh, within their swing based off the clubs they're currently playing. Um, it's always a, a, a good place to kind of get some measurements with them, get some baseline numbers, if you will, with their existing setup. Um, and then from there, we're going to run the player through our entire, uh, you know, uh, product matrix, essentially. So we're going to get them in the right head model. We have a variety of different heads. We're going to get them in the right shaft. We're going to get them in the right length, the right lie angle, the right swing weight, you name it. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that we have the most versatile fitting and weighting system in the industry. Mm. Um, from driver down to putter, all 14 clubs in our PXG full bag uh, is customizable in terms of weight, um, in terms of shaft, obviously, in terms of length, uh, all that stuff. That's something that we're going to take a look at um, and really fine tune throughout the entire process. One of the things I'll say is, you know, we're not really in the business of, uh, building a golf club and, and, and selling a golf club. We're here to build a, and fit your golf club uh, specific mm. to the player. Um, and, and that's ultimately what we're here to deliver. Nice. Now, um, when you talk about the product, because um, you, you mentioned, you know, and that, you know, if you work at PXG, you're not just like, you know, a fitter, you're a product expert. What, what, do you, what do you say sets PXG apart? I mean, because it's like, all right, well, you couldn't go to a golf galaxy or somewhere and get a club. You've got to go to a PXG dealer. What, what about PXG and the product makes it deserving of that exclusivity? Yeah, great question. I'd say it's, it's two parts. One is it's the experience, which I kind of touched on too. It, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're spot on. It is the actual performance of the product. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that really sets us apart in a, in a custom fitting environment is the ability to not just change shafts um, like any manufacturer could do during a fitting, but we can really uh, change head weight with every single club in the bag from driver down to putter, irons and wedges. Um, so we can actually experiment in a fitting, giving a player a heavier head weight, giving a player a lighter head weight. That will influence the overall swing weight, which is essentially just the balance point of the golf club. Mm. That's something that's very unique to us. And to be able to do that um, from driver down to putter, as I mentioned, is really, really cool. And it, it, it comes down to us really tailoring every club uh, in the bag to, to the player's needs. Is that what drew you to PXG to become uh, a part of the team? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say one of the biggest things that, that drew me to the team is kind of what I touched on earlier is the fact that we're direct to consumer. We have a very unique opportunity um, to bring that tour level fitting experience uh, to your everyday player. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of great fitters throughout the country, make no mistake. Um, but it, it's pretty unique to be able to work with someone directly from the manufacturer you're interested in getting product from. Uh, I'm not sure there's anything that can, that can replace that. Yeah, I remember doing a fitting with someone who worked at a particular golf company, uh, yeah, indoor spot with all the technology and stuff like that, and get fitted by the clubs and stuff. And then three months later, he's gone to another place, and it's like, well, wait a minute, what about the lesson plans that we had? What about all the? What about? So are these clubs <laughs> no longer the ones you would suggest? Yeah, but no, that's but you're right. That is that is a benefit. Go ahead, LB. Uh, when you talk about this fitting and changing the weights and things, are those? Because I'm honestly, I'm 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 thinking about myself. 
be honest with you, <laughs> to be perfectly clear. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean my club, if if we were to do a fitting and Club X needs to be a different weight, is that a new head or is that some type of uh, something that's added to my club to give it a certain weight? Yeah, good question. Or adjustment, so, I should say. In in your situation, it's a little bit different because you do have our O two eleven heads. Um, so those do not have any adjustable swing weight uh, and, right. and movable weight ports. Um, however, in your in your situation, one of the things that we certainly could take a look at is the shaft, the length, the lie angle, getting that stuff right. Those are adjustments that we can make existingly uh, to the setup you have. But stepping into our 0311 uh, series of lineup right now, Gen 6 uh, is the generation we are currently on. Um, that is where we can really, uh, you know, dive into to, to some of those uh, additional specifics. Okay, so those are the uh, uh, just for people who, who may not have seen them. They have those weights that are on the back of the uh, head. Those are the weights you're talking about adjusting those to to get the different uh, line Correct. angles, yeah. I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that is what we can change in terms of uh, swing weight during the process. So we okay. have uh, a couple of tungsten uh, weights. Uh, on the back of the head. And then we have like a center port, which is actually changeable throughout the fitting process. It's pretty cool. Um, there, there's a lot of players certainly who have never been fit. So they're not really sure what the experience looks like. There's plenty of players that have come in here that have been fit previously. And this is a step that I can almost guarantee they've never been through uh, anywhere else unless they've been fit, um, you know, into PXGs. Wow. Now talk about experience. No one else seems to uh, have been going through. Let's talk a little bit about PXG's investment and interest in uh, women in golf. Um, We've seen uh, through social media and, you know, just through people that, you know, we know and that we correspond with um, just PXG diving into the women's game. Talk a little bit about that and the attention um, that we think is well-deserved when it comes to the women's game and with clubs and apparel. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're focused on growing the game. Um, and one of the things that's very unique about us when it comes to our, our efforts in growing, uh, women's golf is first I'll start out by saying just from a product standpoint, we don't make, uh, women's golf clubs. We don't make men's golf clubs. We make golf clubs. And, um, you know, we are truly looking to take any player, no matter who you are, where you come from, how you play, our company is solely focused on meeting people where they're at and helping them play better golf. Um, in celebration of Women's Golf Month, uh, which was this past June, uh, PXG invited all of our uh, female employees um, for basically, they, they got a day off of work uh, to go play golf, uh, which is pretty nice. cool. It's pretty cool to hear some of the stories of how many of those employees took the opportunity to play with some of our top customers um, at their respective stores. Uh, which was pretty unique. Um, I'd go on by saying, you know, we at a collegiate level, we sponsor um, seven uh, universities. We have a PXG university program. One of the things that we do is we, we don't just sponsor uh, the men's team. Every school that we sponsor, we also sponsor the women's team as well. Um, so yeah, a lot, of, a lot of really cool stuff going on um, from a company standpoint when it comes to growing, growing golf and certainly growing uh, women in golf as well. And you can see, because in the apparel, I'll just say this, the women's apparel is like top notch. I mean, some of those mm-hmm. fashion trends, uh, they're so good. The men's stuff, I'm like, why can't we mirror some of the stuff that they got? Like, because this <laughs> stuff is so good. And, I'm, and then I look at some of the men's stuff, I'm like, ah, 
I guess I like this, but then you look at this, like I'm, I'm, I'm almost online shopping in the women's section, but that's, we'll talk about that another day as far as, you know, I'd love to design some things for PXG. Like this is what I think would look cool on the guys in the course. But anyway, Just so you know, Matt, Claw, Claw likes colors. He, he's, he's, he likes bright colors. So yeah. And, and yeah. things fitting the blacks a little, and the little, grays and the browns. Yeah. It's not his thing. No, no, just some color <laughs> things that may fit a little closer to the loins and, you know, just uh, I'm into different things. But anyway, so, <laughs> so, but, but I love the investment in the, in the, in the women's game, man. I mean, it, 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 it um, it's amazing to see. Um, and I, and PXG is definitely leading the way when it comes to that. So let's talk a little bit about your golf journey. You, you mentioned it as far as, you know, playing collegiate golf and, and, uh, things like that. Um, uh, how did you get into the game? Um, do you play a lot here in this area? I know you said you only, you've only been here. I think you said like a year, a little bit more than a year or something like that. Um, and if, and if you play a lot here, what courses do you like? Yeah. So, uh, I definitely don't play nearly as much as I used to. Um, you know, if I get out two, three times a month, I'd say that's doing well, but I'd say a couple of my, my favorite public courses, uh, in my time here, a couple that stand out for sure is Potomac Shores. I'm not sure if you guys have, oh, yeah. have had a yes. chance to play there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the club at PB Die, if you're looking for uh, a, a <laughs> that's my favorite. That's, I'm telling yeah. you, that's my favorite. Like, it's a sleeper course. I like, I, I like, it's been a theme for the last two years. I don't know if PB gets the respect it deserves here in the area, man. But anyway, go ahead. That is a brutally tough golf course. Those greens are. <laughs> those greens are tough. <laughs> uh, I'd say those two. Uh, Stonewall's another good one. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I'll say is there is a lot of really, really good golf around this area. And that's, um, you know, certainly one of the reasons why we decided to ultimately open a retail store around here, um, mm-hmm. really within a 20 mile radius of the store, we have, we have 79 courses within 20 miles of here. So, wow. um, yeah. no doubt this is a very much a golf destination. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, what about you? Um, when did you start playing and, and all that jazz? Yeah. So, I played a few sports growing up. I baseball was definitely kind of my first love and then uh, played basketball a little bit as well. Really started taking golf seriously. I'd say sophomore year of high school. Um, that's when I kind of quit those other sports and just solely focused on, on playing golf. But uh, yeah, my, my dad certainly got me into it. Um, you know, he started me out from a, from a young age. We would typically hit the driving range once a week uh, as a youngster and um, got me playing some local junior tours in PA, which was a ton of fun, really allowed me to meet people my age. And, um, and yeah, it, it was, it was a ton of fun. I, I think for me, what really drew me to it was you kind of got out of it, what you put into it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it very much is an individual sport. Certainly when you get to playing collegiate golf and high school golf, there certainly is a, a team element to it, make no mistake, but I really like the fact that, you know, I could go kind of put my head down and grind for a couple hours on the range myself. And um, I didn't have to really rely on anyone but me uh, to see progress. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you went and played D3. What school did you go to again? So originally after, after high school, I went to Kaiser university in West Palm beach, Florida. I was Mm -hmm. actually studying uh, professional golf management there and then uh, transferred to Penn state Berks. Um, after my first semester, uh, changed my major to business management marketing, um, and was fortunate enough to play for a very, very good team, um, you know, Penn State Berks. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So we got to make sure we get Lawrence scheduled down there to get, to get a fitting. Um, and, uh, thank you so much for your time and explaining, you know, just what PXG is all about and the investment in the women's game. We really appreciate it. That's my, uh, Matt Kreider, fitting team leader at PXG Fairfax. 
Give them a holler. So if people want more information on PXG and, 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 and you, Matt, and want to come down and check out the shop, where should they go? Yeah, they can go straight to our website, uh, pxg.com. From there, you'll be able to uh, find our Fairfax location. Um, you'll see all of our fitting locations uh, throughout the country. Um, it'll narrow it down based off your zip code, and you'll be able to see our see uh, see the Fairfax store and set up an appointment. Thanks, Matt. Really appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And Lawrence, I uh, yeah. look forward to working with you. It's Golf DMV. All right. Thanks, Matthew. And like Lauren said, we're going to come down there. We're going to videotape all the whole fitting thing and that whole process. And maybe we'll, maybe we can get a room and we can record live down there, man. Maybe we can, you know, yeah, the equipment and, and record mm-hmm. a show. We mm-hmm. should do the show while Lawrence's fitting is going on, Vern. I agree. Yeah, that'd be, okay. that'd be yeah. funny. And we'll have an open mic and, you know, we'll chime in. Yeah, chime mm-hmm. in. can chime in. And more importantly, Matthew can chime in and let us right. know what he thinks about And he probably talking about, well, the reason you clubs are not working was because your swing is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fix that first. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But either way, guys, we'll be back next week uh, on Golf DMV. 